Alongside the state of Hoppy. And thank you all for joining us wherever and whenever you are listening. It's been a, it's been a busy week, eh, man? Dude, my liver's been punished. <laughs> Honestly, I had to look up to this morning because my my part of my back was pretty sore. And I was looking up like the <laughs> the anatomy and uh, chart and everything to make sure that wasn't where my liver was. And we're good. I just think I'm like a few days removed of stretching. But uh yeah, it's been a it's been a hell of a time. We've basically been on the brew tour here in Minnesota. Yeah, basically, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, we've we've been uh, we've we've made it around. We'll just say that. And it's been a lot of fun. So we got a series of great podcast episodes uh, coming for you all. I know Hoppy and I have been off our feed for about a week. Well, that's just because I've been traveling and we've been literally traveling, hitting up breweries. But a shout out to, you know, Spoked Z, Judd's Buds, covering prospects again. Uh, he had an episode that dropped last week. And of course, I mean, sad for Minnesotans, both of the gopher fan variety and mankato but uh, i mean the mncaa was going strong as well so shout out to those two uh those two podcasts they're still keeping you all entertained but we are back and we have a lot of episodes on uh well on tap for you all this week so uh let's give a little bit of a preview of what we got coming up today hoppy oh man pretty much anything and everything isha has <laughs> done while here getting some initial impressions on well what he expected for Minnesota versus what he got and really just recap and thank some of the people that have been so gracious to host us up to this point. Uh, but before we kick in, um, try and jump back pre Duluth Isha, cause that's kind of what we're talking about here for this chunk of episode. Highlight off the top of your head from that first chunk. The first, like just like the first day from, from landing in Minnesota, anything before we left for Duluth. Well, there, it's funny because there, there was a lot. And I mean, it's going to be, I don't know, run of the mill, I guess. But the Minnesota nice is for real. So first off, I mean, the people here are unbelievable. Uh, met up with your brother. Obviously, those who've listened to the, the Soda Pod before, they uh, they know Joe pretty well. And if you guys are uh, new to the podcast, well, I'm sure he'll be joining us again down the road. But it was great to actually meet your brother in person. And right off the bat, hit some of the great breweries here. Um, so as far as impressions of Minnesota, like it wasn't as cold as I thought it would be landing here in April. Now I've been told that it's kind of a wild card these days that it could, it could snow at any you've been, day. You've been told you've witnessed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying I, I did witness it, especially jump, going up to Duluth, but my like initial impressions of coming here was as expected. And honestly, I'm, I'm having a great time, man. So just starting with the people first and foremost, like high level right off the bat has been awesome. You know, like I said, including your brother and just everyone who showed us the great hospitality here, but let's, let's hop into some of the, the beer talk because we made, we made little time of, you know, hanging out, uh, you know, Hey, how's it going? How was your flight? Whatever. Now we pretty much were just like on track right to the first brewery. Yeah. Just going to give her. Um, yeah. Pretty quickly after you landed, we hit the road, Joe was schlepping us around and uh, first stop, brief one but just uh because we were going to be a little bit early on our initially planned first yep. stop and we happened to see it um the perkins converted brewery 
That is Chan Hassan Brewing, one of the newer ones here in the Twin Cities. Well, as fucked up as it is, like a second ago, they were the newest, and now all of a sudden there's like five newer ones. So it's it's hard for me to keep track of, but uh, just initial thoughts from the tap room, the one beer you tried. Uh, love the vibe of the place. I thought the tap room was sweet. I love how when you sit down, you can just uh, you know see the whole operation in front of you and how the merch store was kind of right to the side of it as well. So it caught your eye. Like you're sitting there, you're looking around the brewery and you're like, or in the tap room, you're like, okay, like there's where the magic happens. And then right there, your eyes go to the, oh, the sweet growlers and merch. So I really like the design of the place. If you wanted to be a little bit more private, I know there's that like room off to the left there where you can just, you know, they probably just have bigger tables for bigger parties and stuff. Um, but yeah, I thought the vibe was cool. Uh, I loved the, those claw uh, arcade games that we were, we were looking. I think we saw frozen four hat from 2018 in there, <laughs> which uh, I was like, Oh, frozen Four, uh, 2018. Yeah. There was weirdly like three penguins hats in there yeah yeah (laughs) which i don't know about those listening i've never had luck with those growing up i mean i remember back home there's one that always have ipods and stuff would waste way too much money but those are the ones that you definitely know you can win the cloth (laughs) but no (laughs) initial impressions were awesome it was a great little spot um only had one beer there enjoyed it but uh, again that was our that was our first stop on the way to back channel which was uh, a highlight in itself <laughs> yes and uh isha is going to be the frustrating one here and i'm probably gonna have to pull up all my beer notes because he didn't keep track of a lick of anything we did he just enjoyed it um but uh next stop first planned stop an extended stay first ever guests from a beer perspective of the podcast good old waconia brewery uh, brewing company sorry and uh jeremy uh, couldn't have been a better host oh. here to us but uh, Aisha, go ahead you you take it away so again the red carpet and i'll probably say that you know throughout the the podcast episodes that we that we do here live while i'm still in minnesota but that was just it like as soon as we walked in jeremy just you want <laughs> you want some pretzels you want a flight whatever it's all on me we sat there talked some hockey tried a ton of beer which was great. I know that their peanut butter beer is is outstanding as well. Gave us a bunch of samplers and some, some things that he liked. Just it, it was a great again vibe and 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 cool tap room as well. Um, his daughter was so cute running around in her uh, whole wild getup, uh, looking at that uh, Wisconsin Badgers logo, saying "Dirty Badgers," which I thought again was an incredible highlight. Was it? Was it? I'm trying to remember what it was. Was it icky or stinky? Stinky. stinky that's what it was. Stinky, stinky badges. Yep. I remember he's like, check out this party trick, which was awesome. And then so after us just hanging out, shooting the breeze, um, drinking some beer, takes us out back, gives us the whole uh, tour of the facility, which is, I mean, Wakona is beautiful. It's it's an absolute beautiful facility there. Takes us into the back room where everything, you know, where the magic happens, where everything's canned. And in the break room, you know, casually drops. Oh, yeah, you guys, uh, you guys play uh, Mario Kart? Fuck yeah, we play Mario Kart and a Mario Kart tournament just kind of uh, it just happened naturally. Which the was first off, that was your so answer. Much fun. Your answer. My answer <laughs> was which console are we playing on? <laughs> True, but uh, I mean, look, everyone's. I, I feel like this is like a divided topic too. Like, do you like Double Dash on the GameCube or the N sixty four version? Because I, I feel uh, like no, there's a lot of people that would also say we. We. So I thought you were gonna say the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I don't know if anyone has that still. <laughs> we should make a poll question about this. Tag Waconia too. I'm sure they'd like it. I, I think the Double Dash and the N64 would be the the highest vote. The, there you go. The the highest vote voted ones. I think those will be split. I'm I never played the Wii one. It's not for me. But it, or it, it just the Wii was never for me. I'll just say that. But anyways, I digress. Uh, drinking beer 
eating those Parmesan pretzels and playing Mario Kart. Now I will say I'll fuck you, Joe, because that was really lucky that, uh, you know, Jeremy and I could have had, you know, two, two. And maybe I had to do a tiebreaker, which, you know, would, would have been fun and it would have made for a, <laughs> a more exciting way to end that uh, Wakoni experience. But uh, Joe somehow, you know, took one and uh, Jeremy took Rainbow Road, which is I, I came into playing that one big dick swing and thinking that I was just going to wipe the floor with you guys. And Jeremy props to him. The guy can play. Well, first off, he said that he's not even allowed to play in the tournaments they host anymore <laughs> because none, no one would ever come back. Um, but Rainbow Road on fucking GameCube is not the same thing as what you play on Nintendo 64. There's like no I, walls. I don't think all. I even finished the course. Like I, <laughs> oh my God, that was bad. And like, yeah. this isn't, this isn't like, oh, he was so drunk. He could, no, no, I was just that fucking bad. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's not an easy one, which is why like I was super cocky going into it. And I think I fell off once and Jeremy didn't. And that's, that's how you win in rainbow road. So again, shout out to Jeremy and everyone at Waconia. Everyone was so nice. I'm repping my uh, Waconia uh, sweater that I picked up there as well. And uh, yeah, great beer, great people. Jeremy's a, a fan of the podcast. So shout out Jeremy again. Thanks for, thanks for everything you do to support us. And I mean, we'll continue to support Waconia and shout you guys out. Cause that was unbelievable. Yeah, and also sent us on our way with great oh care package, God. and uh, I'm. It needs to be said again. I, I know we promoted it on the show before, but keep on the lookout. They have really fun wild watch parties. I, I know for some it's probably a bit of a hike, but anyone that's even remotely in the area, totally worth going out there. You show up in a North Star or Wild jersey, you get your first drink for free, and then every goal that gets scored, they're giving away more drinks and having more fun. So, uh, just fun. I mean good change up from what I typically do, which is sit in my basement and watch it by myself. Yeah. Well, and again, you said the, like the amount that he sent us home with, we were like, dude, like we're going to get in trouble here. Like <laughs> this is stop well, number two. Well, right. And I, yeah. I'm like, sorry, my wife's not going to allow this. Cause he's like trying to send me multiple crates and I'm like, I d- Jeremy love you. Thank you. I, I cannot do this. Yeah. It's not cabin season yet. <laughs> we can't store them up North. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a problem. So uh, from all of that. I mean, again, you talked about the atmosphere and obviously the, well, the demoralizing defeat that you experienced. What was your favorite beer you had? I have to go with the peanut butter, I think. Chocolate peanut butter? Yeah, the yeah, chocolate peanut butter. It's There's uh, a reason it became a flagship. Oh, 100%. And it's hard to do a, a, a good peanut butter because some people like to make it too sweet. And again, this one's a chocolate peanut butter, so you expect that. But a good balance of both. Which is which is hard to find. And look, I'm I'm critical too out BC. There's only really one that I've that I've liked. And you know, out here, I'm I'm sure there's some that are a little on the sweeter side, especially when you do like chocolate, even like chocolate coffee ales or, or things like that too. They really lean heavily on the chocolate piece of it. Where I think Wakoni does a great job of balancing it out. So that that one was uh, was my personal favorite. But what about you? What what did you did you try anything new there? Um, it was mostly things that I had had in the past. To be completely honest, um, I, I one that I typically like that I know wasn't as much a favorite of yours just because it's a little sweeter but they're flashpoint um oh, right. essentially a cream ale beer um i know i've showcased that on the podcast before um that that was really again all the beers there i had pretty much had in the past but i know you busted out a flight and tried all the things well, that i've that's the thing the i i, I should have made more notes at waconia but it was the you know it was the the second stop and jeremy just kept just kept giving them me. I think I had two flights and like right. four other samplers. So I'm like, honestly, I'm just gonna enjoy <laughs> sitting here drinking all these. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into work mode on, on this one because there were just there were too many. And uh, oh, like, oh, when, when did you get into work mode? 
Yeah, I didn't think so. Sorry, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But uh, all right. So Waconia wrapped up. Great experience. Yep. We're on to the next thing. And before we even stop at Back Channel, we stopped at my own little slice of heaven for my upbringing. Asian Bistro. Uh, Isha, I mean, uh, we, we waited for a while for Josh to show up. Enjoyed our Asian Bistro. You can be honest. What did you think? It was good. It was good. It wasn't great in my books, but uh, those were the, the cheese puffs. What do you call oh, them? Oh, the cheese puffs. Those were excellent. Yes. Anyone that's had any version of cream cheese wonton, oh. I promise you, it doesn't compare to this. The best part was it, it wasn't the it wasn't the warmest day. We'll just say that. And we're sitting on the patio, and uh, the, the best part was um, there was some, uh, there's some guy in the brewery just looking. Because <laughs> it was packed. And, I mean, Back Channel is an unbelievable spot, right? Great joint there. And it was absolutely packed, uh, waiting for Josh. And we're eating outside, and the guy just keeps looking at us, steaming up the window, being like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, just shaking Come his head. fucking share. <laughs> um, so that was, a, that was a lot of fun. And, yeah, just shout out the Asian Bistro and those cheese puffs. I got to... I learned how to make those. <laughs> I got to learn how to make those back home. So, no, that was awesome. Anyone who's listened to our podcast before, especially summer episodes, I mean, you'll be familiar with Hoppy going off about his Asian bistro. And hey, it's like I was going home. There you my, go. My girl Teresa, she comes out of the back room, <laughs> immediately just lights up like, "Oh, hi, <laughs> hey Scott." <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, I got a problem." Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, well, let's dive into the back channel beers then. Have right at it. You you were uh, a warrior. Yeah, so I um <laughs> when <laughs> when everyone's asking me on the ship, so how's back channel? Do you like their beers? Y- yes, but I, I was a little bold. Let's just say I went for the high percenters right off the bat. Like we're talking 17, 15, 12 percenters. One, two or barrel aged, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, they were really rich, some very sweet beers. Not necessarily my cup of tea, but I'm very happy that I tried them, that that I actually, uh, you know, took the plunge. Because you see a beer at 17%, something barrel aged. I mean, that, especially, even, even those, I shouldn't say especially, but it's, even those in who are like me and love craft beer and, and hit up a ton of breweries, I mean, those aren't things you see every day right they're, they're they're special they're they're limited they're custom and those are the ones that you have to try when you when you go on these uh you know these beer hop tours so really happy that i you know tried them not my favorite um but i'm excited that when we go back to back channel i can try some of their uh, lighter and fruitier stuff i mean and you had some of it i mean let's talk about we we have the uh the archived version of uh, the back channel interview that we're going to go back and re-record yep. this week. Uh, incredible interview. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, we'll, we'll definitely try to recoup as much of it as we can, but Isha at that time, which we're going to try and recreate, <laughs> we're fakers, but your first beer cool. bowl experience. I mean, talk, talk everyone through just the, the magic. So yeah, again, we've had the uh, back channel on the podcast a few times. The first one is when I actually was introduced from afar to this this beer bowl and i got to have one in hand and the experience was truly truly unique as you know it would be drinking beer from a bowl but it's a little bit different and this may be hipster people may be like rolling their eyes but this is how josh explained it and it's exactly how it played out it, it's it almost tastes different because it's not confined to a can uh a small glass it's 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 
open and you know the rituals you have to like sh- you have to stir it a little bit you got to get the you got to take a nice whiff of it before you just take it all in and again that experience for those who just like to slam beers like jesus christ guys like this is you drink a beer from bold now no i'm i'm telling you all it's an experience second to none uh especially when, you, when you're drinking a hazy or like an ipa from it that just has a lot of flavor but that you could also just like literally smell it right so it's just like an all-encompassing experience and i mean their custom bowls are so fucking cool. So um, obviously, I mean, Josh sent me home with one, an absolute beauty, and I can't wait to drink. Uh, well, when we go back to drink some more beers out of that bowl. <laughs> right. He sent us home with plenty. But uh, I mean, so you did have something that wasn't their thick 17 percenters. You had IPAs out of that bowl. You tried some other stuff like what did you think of those? Absolutely loved them. And then again, I think those are the ones to to drink out of a beer bowl. But oh, correct. You they won't put the seventeen. No, no, no. That's why I just wanted to make that very clear. Like you don't want to do that, folks. Especially because you ain't you ain't driving home after that if you're drinking that out of the bowl. No, I I mean I've loved I love their IPAs. Uh, I believe I tried two of them. Both were excellent. Uh, I'll take more note on them when we go back there and obviously talk no, about them won't. in the interview. Um, but no, I, I mean, everything. I tried a few other samplers there, too, that were just that were just awesome. The only ones that, again, that weren't my cup of tea were those huge, heavy ones. Oh, and, and the fire-breathing dragon. Oh, can we get into that? Holy shit. Okay, so I don't know. I mean, they were, they were brewing a spicy beer, and they had a tincture of, like, every fucking hot pepper that you can think of. Um and again, in a vial that you're supposed to maybe add a drop or two, you know, yeah, to the it, was, it was a couple dropper type move. Yeah. Um, I think uh, one of their uh, one of their guys uh, slipped a little bit and added the the entire the entire vial to this sucker. And, you know, they're not going to waste it. It, 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 you know, it's, it's beer. Now it's the party trick. Now it is the party trick because that thing is the spiciest fucking thing you will ever drink like folks you drink a whole like like 500 mils of tabasco sauce got nothing got nothing on this so we took <laughs> joe joe tried it first our sober oh. cap takes just a little shooter of it and he's just like it's <sighs> <sighs> like oh i'm a fire breathing dragon <sighs> Like, just couldn't handle it. And, like, look, I, I can handle spice, and I was going into it knowing, okay, like, this is going to be, like, painful spice, right? Because this is, like, the party trick. And we took, like, um, not a whole shot worth, like, because like, that would kill – this is how spicy it was, because so, that would kill someone. That's we, what I did, so. Well, I mean, but we we took a pretty good swig of the thing, and I don't know, for how long was your mouth slash chest slash stomach burning? It was mostly the mouth and the throat, to be completely honest. Um, and it was a good like five minute linger. Yeah, for me it was probably closer to ten. Which, I mean, as advertised, they're like, "We told you." <laughs> I was like, "Dude, this is the craziest thing I've ever drank." I mean, once one of us had it, the rest of us had to. Like, it yeah. was just kind of the yeah. So again, full disclosure, that was just some you know one of the many like fun things we did just hanging out with Josh throughout the night, and you know some of the other employees there who were absolutely great as well hanging out with us. And we got to watch the one win that you've experienced since being here, that being against the miserable Washington Capitals. Yes, yes, that uh, that is true. Kaprizov scoring. I mean, he continues to score. It was a, it was a solid game. It was a four-one victory, I believe, for the yeah, Wild. Rec- then record-breaking monster. And that's when I came here. Everyone, I was like, oh yeah, like shit yeah we're gonna have a lot of hockey wins while i'm here you know we got frozen four coming up i mean while we're playing plenty of games and i mean we'll get into that on one of the next series of episodes we got coming out but uh, that definitely uh, wasn't the case 
on the hockey side. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, at least, again, got that first win. Josh has always been good to us, kept the place open after hours just for us. Um, and again, we'll be back out there bringing more content from them. And uh, hopefully if we figure out this <laughs> audio this time, um, probably something we'll start doing more regularly with Josh and the boys. Well, because so. that tap room is beautiful. Oh, it's sweet. So cool. So cool. And I mean, yeah. So we'll get into it more on, on that particular episode as we have yeah. a, a special just back channel. I mean, we'll have we'll have video content coming out and uh, you know, and a special podcast as well. So and this is coming for several breweries. So yeah. Uh to our guy that gave us the one star for beer content. I'm sorry, you're probably not around anymore, <laughs> anyways, but uh buckle in. Hey Soda Pod listeners, just want to give a quick word from our friends at DraftKings. They want to remind you that you can feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state or province, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play for free for thousands of dollars with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now or Daily Fantasy and use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN. At DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 or older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. There you go. There you go. All right, what's next? Um, next up, we, uh, so that that's the end of Isha's first night, Sunday night. I Hell of a go, night. I get to go do a full work day because why the, yeah, great. I can't take two full weeks off work. So I made, I made some uh, sacrifices. My body on day one was one of them. <laughs> um, but uh, after getting through the work day, we did manage to uh, go out. We actually had a reservation planned for the fabled Billy Sushi. Oh. Um, now we sandwiched that with uh, two brewery stops. So let's let's just get into Billy Sushi to break up some of the brewery talk. Isha, uh, you come from the Hawaii of Canada, legendary fish out there. I imagine. Tell us how's Billy Sushi compared to what you have on the island. Look, man, I've gone to a lot of sushi places on the island. Some higher end, you know, some, you know, your your grocery store sushi. Some really cool holes in the walls that just really focus on that and that only as far as Japanese food. Billy Sushi was second to none thus far. And again, like I haven't gone to freaking, what is it called? Like Ubo in Vancouver or whatever. That's where the Canucks go. But this is the joint that the wild players go. And I mean... We were looking the whole time, yeah, too. Really. Head on a swivel, like, we're, <laughs> come on, someone's going to come in. Dude, but honestly, the table next was probably made more money than half the wild players Holy of what they were fuck, buying. dude. Yeah, we got we got these guys who, I don't, maybe maybe they're rappers or something. I don't know. Put but it this way. They, they and, look like they might be hip-hop artists. Well, dude, he was the, the guy who I'm pretty sure paid for the bottle, just inked all up and down yep. his hands, like his entire hand inked up and next thing we know they're getting the fucking lady gaga don perry on yeah, yeah don oh, that that gets delivered and immediately isha goes to his phone he looks up he's like 
Well, retail, this is like a $600 bottle. So uh, who knows what the fuck it costs here? Dude, they were like, no, I think it was retail 300. So we're like, yep, this is yeah. for sure 600 bucks. Well, here. they were talking about, so who's going to take the box home? Because like in a custom box and everything. Uh, that was how taken about the guy it? that fucking bought it? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, yeah. So that kind of paints the picture of, uh, of, of Billy's Sushi. It's a higher end joint that is just absolutely beautiful. I mean, you know, all the best Japanese whiskeys that, that you would that you would want. We had the cheapest one we had because the cheapest one we're peasants. <laughs> well, no, because of what we decide to get as our our starter. I think that's that's the reason. Not the starter, but it was part of our meal. The main special. course. Oh, <laughs> one of the main course. Oh. Anyone that does not know or has not experienced the delight of otoro, it is literally the fattiest part of the tuna for uh, a bluefin tuna. And I was fortunate enough to be spoiled when I went and visited my best friend down in Hawaii. He uh, he did what they call omakase, which is basically the chef gives you whatever they think is good until you say stop. <laughs> um, and a couple of times I had that down there. So when I saw it on the menu up here, I'm like, yep, we're fucking doing that. Well, little did we know they had the uh, nigiri uh, option. Like you get two of them over a bed of rice yeah. for like 15 bucks. And he's like, well, we actually have a special for the Oturo, which is uh, it had like some kind of cream on top which was really good and then like some caviar and shit we're like all right sign us up for that and then he sneaks in like right before he's done with the order he's like oh by the way that's only one piece and i'm like whatever so it's probably like 10 or 15 bucks for that one piece no fucking 25 bucks for the one piece never again will i do that i'm glad i experienced it everyone else should too but uh from now on it's the two-piece nigiri for uh 15 bucks so and there you oh, go man it was fucking good no worth worth every penny like if you want to if you want to go out and splurge a little bit like it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg but like if I mean, you want good dude, it, it was like you me and my wife went there and we spent like after tip maybe like 250 and we all like, drink no, we, all like, drinks we, too. we didn't hold back like no. you can you can have a good time out there you're not going there once a week but like it's a good spot, and it's not outrageous. It's beautiful in there too. Like, oh, the, so like, fucking cool. You, whether you want to sit at the bar or like right in front of the kitchen, where you know it's a Japanese restaurant, they'll they cook and roll everything pretty much right in front of you. Absolute. Uh, well, you were fucking gushing over there, like wood shaving, lighting, <laughs> oh, and yeah. shit. Like, no, their um, their fixtures, all their light yeah. fixtures were all just like, uh, very thin. Yeah, wood shavings that were like artistically molded together, blended together to make some fucking modern art. But uh, no, I loved everything in there. And that was a, that was a truly great experience. Um, happy to treat, uh, happy to treat your wife with the soda pod card. <laughs> yes, that's right. The, the limited funding on the soda pod card might've gone into the red on that one, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but before then Billy sushi, we actually hit up uh, good friends, uh, which, didn't do anything on site because our, our good friend actually just moved out of state and he's still doing stuff remote for them. But uh, modest brewing. Yeah. Um, Isha talked to me because I know, again, we went to a lot of places. You've seen a lot of different tap rooms, tried a lot of different kinds of beer. Talk to me about both aspects here. Oh, I had the honey. What is it called? Ah, The honeycomb. The catacomb. honeycomb catacomb. Excellent. I love it. Absolutely it was it was great. It's was, legitimately my mom's favorite beer now. It was so good. If if anyone likes, you know, anything honey related to their beer, honey ales, honey browns, whatever, like as long as you like darker beers. Yeah, this one is uh this one will blow your mind, honestly. So that one was that one was great. And it's funny when we you know first uh connected with with Modest and I did like research just you know preparing for our interview with them and whatnot. That was the one can art that stood out to me on their I, on their website I the don't most. I think that was out there yet. 
when we had them on the podcast. Must have been maybe the second round, or maybe when we there, were reconnecting you, there, with there them. There were so many. You literally had like seven different cans that you're like, uh, um, I don't know which one's my favorite. It might have been the <laughs> second time we connected with them. Then that I that that one was on the website, and I was like, holy crap! Like this is this looks amazing. And you know, I swoon over can art as everyone who listens to the Soda Pod regularly um, knows. So that one was awesome. And then I believe I had had an IPA of theirs as well. That was you know that was great. That was. Uh, you said that it was your favorite IPA of the trip so far, actually, I think. Before Inbound. <laughs> the Modest Dream Yard. Which was awesome. Um, but yes, uh, you, you kind of alluded to it there, but let's first, I mean, tap room. Really cool. I love the graffiti, you know, and, uh, and just some of the, the art that's hanging around. I like how it's, it's super, it's open, right? It's, there's, there's a lot of space, um, and... Yeah, that that one painted garage door that they have that opens to their patio and their merch store, I thought was really cool. I like how you know you walk in and, and the whole um, the operation is to your right, and it's 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 pretty vast and it's a big you know area of the brewery and tap room in itself. But yeah, I like the open space. I like how there's that one section that's you know has the couches for anyone who wants to lounge where we lounged, and you know we brought Dino and he had a good time there as well hanging out. So yeah, man, I, I really dug that that vibe. It was almost yeah, like I, a skate. It was almost like a like going into like a like a skate shop in the 90s you got the graffiti on the walls i'm sure there were skateboards hanging around too but that's the vibe i got like just that that like 90s you know skater vibe which is hey (laughs) which is really cool yeah and then the next move uh as you mentioned before after we were done with billy sushi we're like hey we got a little bit of time let's sneak in and be the assholes that basically run them down to the last minute they're open it was inbound brewing over right by target field Uh, everyone knows you know not too far from modest kind of by fulton a couple other spots both cider and beer right in the area there um isha was pretty excited about that place apparently dude i liked it again i dug and i'm gonna say this about a lot of like most if not all the the breweries and tap rooms are are fucking sweet like they're they're really visually stimulating they all have a unique vibe to them which is which is great they're not all the same you know like we'll talk about dangerous man later as an example too like really cool vibe but different than all the other ones vastly different from like inbound for example love that there's a stage for music um love the huge tables love that uh you sat at the bar and you got to see you know the whole operation and, and how everything's done there what was funny is that's the only spot thus far where i gave my bc driver's license and they're like next time bring a passport i was like what? yeah fuck you <laughs> So uh, I know the the bartender. She you know she liked taking shots of me being Canadian, which not many people have. Actually, fun, yeah. She she definitely took multiple shots. Yeah, a. <laughs> hey. um, but yeah, we had a, I had a few tasters there too, and fuck, those were those were excellent. Every single one I had, I, I believe there was a coffee one. Uh, oh, I got the peanut butter. Oh no, the that's right, the peanut butter. I tried an IPA. IPA was Fruit of the Loop, I believe. Fruit of the Loop. And I want to say a lager was the other one I had there. Oh, no. You had the... Uh, so you had the... It was the Peanut Butter Honey Blonde. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. So three tasters there and, yeah, excellent way to end the so night. It's sad after. that I remember your beers better than you do, but... Well, it's, <laughs> it's been a long week, Hoppy. Um, You're fucking telling me. But you know, it was a great way to to end the night after after Billy's because went to Modest before, you know Billy's Billy's you know for for the amazing dinner it was and then uh, to cleanse the palate a little inbound at closing time it was 
it was awesome. And then I got a little tour of, you know, Minneapolis down, uh, downtown Minneapolis this at night. far so. later. Yeah. And everyone realized that at the end of this, this is two days in. So anyone that's looking to make charitable donations, if you want to send me IVs, not liquid IV, not that powder got, bullshit. Got, I want a real fucking <laughs> IV. We got plenty of liquid IVs. Oh my God. It, uh, that, that's just the start. Cause then we have, uh, two more stops night. Number three on Tuesday, we actually went out and met up with our boy Jordan of Beer Dabbler. What an awesome guy! Like he's he's been nothing but good to us. Um, you know, a guy that like not only is you know a podcast guy for us, right, to bring yep. in and talk about the industry, but like I don't know, Isha, you probably even feel comfortable now with just meeting him once. This guy's our friend. Dude, 100%. And like he invited us, you know, to go and we'll, we'll talk about this on the next episode too, but he invited us just to go and check out the, the Dabbler Depot. Like, yeah, get ten, into that. Go for it. Like 10 minutes into our conversation. He's like, oh, like, this this is great. You guys are awesome. What are you doing tomorrow? You want to see you want to see the Dabbler Depot that, that we're working on, which was, again, just so cool. So we hit it off, all three of us, right away. Like it really was, there, there was no few seconds of like awkward chit chat to try to get a conversation going it's like we sat there we started talking beer and it just went in all directions we talked hockey we talked uh he's a filmmaker right that's he does all that stuff for the creative stuff for beer dabbler so we talked about well the beer dabbler their their his story um all their visual creations um and then you know his background in filming. Uh, I've been starting to dabble in filming uh, as well. So we swooned over talking about cameras. You guys talked about hockey and just the all the the beer scene here. Now it's just popping off. And yeah, dude, like I'd say like half an hour in, like I I didn't want him to go. I was like, man, like <laughs> you wanna you wanna do you wanna join us on our next stop and go hang out and watch some hockey. And then unfortunately, he had to uh, go home to his wife. I know she wasn't feeling good, but uh, that that uh, it was great. And I, I I think you said it best there like we instantly became friends and uh now you you got to talk about it though isha before we uh get into the next day with the dabbler depot we met him at what was prior to recording this when we went there it was still the newest brewery in minnesota that's right nine mile brewing um which is only like two months old you said something like that yeah a couple months and uh i i need you though isha i felt like that was like your nerd haven oh yes so what's cool about that that spot is uh everywhere and i i'm not exaggerating like everywhere on the there's like a top little shelf um where like you know where crown molding would be on on your ceiling and they just had star wars figures all around the entire brewery hell they even had some hanging you know next to a canoe right in front of the 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 tap room and, and where all the taps are and i didn't i didn't check out the room uh because i mean you said when you walk when we walked in, there was like a whole room that had other Star Wars figurines. I didn't catch that because Jordan and I we just got got talking. But everywhere in the brewery was like a Star Wars thing. Was like, like every corner, man, every corner of this place had something to do with Star but Wars. It, but it was weird though, right? Because like you're 100 percent right. Like it was everywhere, but it was also to your point, like kind of yeah. up in the top, like really high ceilings. Like it, there are probably people to this day that have never seen the Star Wars stuff there. But as soon as you see it. You see all of it. Well, and that that's a that's a great thing to bring up because when we walked in, you're like, "Have you seen it yet?" Like, look around, <laughs> and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I had to like look up right to um, I think it was like Count Dooku or something, right up uh, hanging from a canoe, and I was like, "Holy shit, a Star Wars character!" Then I started looking everywhere and like all the nooks and crannies. And I'm like, every figurine that's in this place, you know, because like you said, you'd look around and be like, "Okay, there's some 
know, figurines around. But once you once they caught your eye that, oh, it's Star Wars, that was the theme of the place, which was just incredible. I'm a Star Wars nerd, so so that was really uh, really cool. Yeah, and then we go from there to one of my personal favorite places to grab some food and, of course, some beer. Um, we We intended to go there to watch the Wild Game that night, Unfortunately, fucking ESPN ruins everything. And when it's not an ESPN game, oh, we can't get it. So we just watched it on my phone, but uh, went to the Town Hall Station out in Edina, right by Snuffy's Malt Shop, if anyone knows. Um, But Isha, talk to me. Beer, food. Tiny phone screen experience. <laughs> uh, the the beer was great. The food was fucking amazing. I had a flight of chicken tenders, which again, people were like, okay, probably thinking like kind, kind of hard to fuck up chicken tenders or, you know, kind of hard to make them above and beyond, right? But these were amazing. They were so good. It came with like a flight of different custom sauces. Like it said, barbecue ranch and fuck, I don't remember the other one, probably like a hot sauce. Dude, they were so unique. You'll never get that type of ranch anywhere else. You'll never get that type of barbecue sauce anywhere else. Like just quality. That's what I'll say. A quality place, a small, you know, small restaurant, small, small tap room, but super cool. They had, um, it wasn't music bingo, but I think music trivia going on there. (laughs) Yep. Um, it was, it was pretty packed and everyone was just so nice. Everyone was so nice. And yeah, I, I really, really dug that experience. And I mean, you said the food is so good. Oh, couldn't watch the game. It was, we lost the game in Nashville anyway, so who really cares? But, um, fucking doozy the they, food, they've got our number huh <laughs> dude apparently no the, the food is great the beer was good um yeah man that was that was a good spot to to hit up because we were thinking like oh maybe we have to we might have to just go back home to watch this and we're like no nah, we're hungry let's 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 try this when we almost left too right we walked in we're like is the game on uh no no we're hungry let's just throw it up on the phone and sit here and i'm yeah, glad that, we at did. that point we were ready to turn around and Aisha's like this smells good yeah <laughs> no i'm glad we did no the staff were so nice too yeah and so the last move then, this is the end of Tuesday. Before we leave and embark on the next chapter of Isha's visit being Duluth, Minnesota, we went out and did get to do a walkthrough of the still-in-progress Dabbler Depot. Such Drop a, it. Such a, sweet, uh, such a sweet space, man. And, like, it's still under construction. We uh we rolled up to it and it was just like you know look like a freaking work site and we're like is this the right place okay yeah no this is the right address so, okay there's Jordan we're good <laughs> man this place is gonna be second to none um it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an all beer spirits wine even coffee experience from from the beer getting there and being sold that right off the truck nothing is ever going to be warm or lukewarm it's going to be you know from the fridge to the fridge or to the coolers they're going to have a whole studio to make content um they're going to have like a whole like little room to do events on tastings Dude, they have they have the condensation from the cooler fucking like watering their plants and yeah, yeah. Like, so, it's just so cool so, so how that works is yeah the con the condensation of the cooler um all, all you know all the water whatever is is all pumped back up to these just rows of plants um above where yeah where the where the huge cooler wall is going to be on the left side of the of the depot which i thought was just you know 
amazing and fitting to uh to, to everybody working there as well and the people too i mean the whole staff i mean everyone's working on this together <laughs> right <laughs> we walk in and they're like all right ham time and they toss me my first hams yeah how about how was that love it love it look like we're a craft beer podcast i can say that i i enjoy just the regular beers off the shelves every now and then i like the cheap beers and i had the the first uh, minnesota hams experience it was great yeah which oh they forgot to mention that above their entryway they're gonna have a massive wood carving of the hams bear oh, that's they had right. done during the winter beer dabbler which is sweet but yeah that that whole space man it's gonna be so cool and they're gonna incorporate it into their events too like if you want to get your tickets and stuff without having to pay the extra fees and stuff yep just go in there they're gonna have specials for different types of mix packs for you to try just different varieties and styles of beer um well they talked about you know uh getting into their membership program too like yep. it's as easy as if you go there sign up for their membership program and you can like spin a wheel to you know win some free no, beer no, 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 no they don't just spin a wheel it's literally the price is right wheel <laughs> i'm so fucking excited but like i'm i'm a little kid when it comes to that shit like that alone will get me to get a membership it's that simple yeah so again i was i was blown away they still have a, they still have quite a bit of work to do there but it's really coming together and I mean, they're all just fucking crushing it. So it was cool to see the team together there working. You can just see how they have such a fun time together, whether it's doing their events, getting in, you know, literal, literal mud as they're mudding, <laughs> mudding the walls, preparing for sanding and painting and all that shit. But uh, no, it was it was so cool to meet all those people again. Like I said, they're friends of us now. And uh, when it's when it's done, I encourage everyone to go and check it out and they do everything with love. They do everything to perfection. And I feel like this is just going to be, you know, a really cool staple in Minnesota. Absolutely. And that that ends the, the initial saga of each in the Twin Cities, because next up, we actually transition up north. We went on a, a couple day trip to what we have long heralded as the beer haven of not just Minnesota, but of the United States. Figured that he should should actually experience it so that he actually knows what he's fucking talking about when we just boast this. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, next episode, we'll get into the Duluth portion of the trip. Uh, really appreciate everybody uh, tuning into this show. And again, everybody who's made this Minnesota experience for me so awesome. And again, it, it all goes back first and foremost, hobby to the listeners, because if no one listened to this podcast, we wouldn't continue to do it. We wouldn't continue to become friends and make these connections with all these awesome. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't be your friend if people didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would have hung up the skates about a year and a half ago. So again, thanks to everyone listening to the podcast and thanks to everyone who's rolled out the red carpet on the next episode. We'll get into Duluth. Um, don't forget to like subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you listen on Google, Spotify and Apple podcasts, that's where you can find us. We're on every podcast app too, folks. So don't be afraid to leave us a review as well. It helps us on iTunes and Apple podcast. Go listen through our website if you want more hockey content, the hockeypodcastnetwork.com. And on your apps, please download any episodes you listen to as it just helps our business. You can follow myself on Twitter at VI Sports Talk. You can follow Hoppy at State of Hoppy. And be sure to follow the Soda Pod right now because we're pretty much documenting all of our adventures. Uh, well, actually, we're documenting Dino's adventures uh, on our Twitter account at the Soda Pod. So go check that out for more context and some pictures of all the stops that uh, that we've been hitting. And everyone, if you hear some of these different places that we're calling out, 
please, if you've been there before, let us know your thoughts. Please, if you yes. haven't and you go out there and try it because of what we said, please, again, like we want to know the truth. Like, was it good? Did we oversell it, undersell it? Should other people be going out too? Because a big part of this, like, yes, it's it's entertainment. It's fun. We love what we do. But like, let's help promote these breweries too because that they're coming out of what's been the hardest thing yeah. to possibly overcome with the pandemic. And a lot of them seem like they're good on the surface because they post all their shit on social. They go about their business. These places are hurting guys. So please, even if it's just one of the ones we've mentioned yeah. that you've never tried before, go out, check it out and please let us know what your experience was like. And Hey, tell us what you liked and don't like about it because then we can give you good recommendations on other places to go. Cause I've, I think at this point my tally is up to like, 105 of the over 200 in Minnesota, but it gives me a decent base that I can at least give you some other places that you might want to check out. No, absolutely. Well said, Hoppy. All right, signing off. I'm Isha Dromi. Again, literally alongside the state of Hoppy, this has been the Soda Pod presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Don't fear, just drink some beer and stay wild. We good.